DCI's Field Pass is presented by Zildjian. Drummers, stock your personal stash of summer sticks and practice pads from the great selection at Zildjian.com. From the parking lot. To the tunnel. Check it out. Have fun. Unleash. Let's go. To the 50-yard line. On the field. This is your Field Pass with DCI's Dan Potter. This is your Field Pass for Wednesday, May 20th, 2015. And coming up... We prepare for the step-off of the 2015 Drum Corps International season by pausing to look back. To see where last we left the world's greatest performers. Talented members, both old and new. There's a new drive about the core this year. Last season's triumphs. Receiving the gold medal. And tragedies. It helps you feel okay about all the great memories. The joys we experienced. So I knew when I was in tears. The perfection we witnessed. Goosebumps on top of goosebumps on top of goosebumps. And where we go from here. We're going to do a lot of great things. The 2015 season is about to begin. And the Field Pass is back. We're so fortunate. This is your Field Pass. Here's Dan Potter. Welcome to the Field Pass. It's been a long time. Long, cold, brutal winter for a lot of us. But summer is almost here. Many of the world-class cores are already in spring training. So the Field Pass is back, and we're ready to start planning our summer of incredible DCI experiences right now. I think the best place to start is where we ended last season. For me, the season ended far from Lucas Oil Stadium. For the first time in over 20 years, I wasn't there on Saturday night. I flew out of Indy that morning for one of the few things that could tear me away from finals night, watching my daughter graduate, cum laude by the way, from the University of North Texas. So Saturday night, I got to experience finals in a new way for me, a way many of you experienced it, online. But since I was staying in a hotel room, I opted to watch finals in my rental car on a MiFi connection with the tablet Bluetooth to the car stereo, and the stereo, of course, cranked all the way up. All in all, it was a great experience. Hardly any buffering, great picture and sound quality. While I would have much preferred to be there, watching it online has become a truly refined experience. My hat's off to DCI's IT and video production teams. It was truly Box 5 work. Consequently, I have to thank Field Pass correspondent and Drum Corps World reporter Mike Ferlazzo for all of the interview segments you're about to hear. Mike really got around the field before and after the scores were read, getting reaction from as many people as he could, which you'll hear in a moment. I guess I'm doing this, starting the new season by looking back to finals night as much for myself as for you guys, reminding me of the plot lines and the people as I get ready to head to the tour premiere in Indianapolis on June 17th. So let's do this. Let's review 2014's finals performances by working our way up the top 12, which means we begin with the Crossman. 
who found themselves back in finals after being absent in 2013. Their show, Alma Gitana, A Gypsy Soul, scored 86.225 with a fusion of world music and jazz. Arrangements that program coordinator Ed Devlin says stayed true to the soul of the Crossman. Well, staying true to the Crossman, definitely, we kind of put Caravan through the entire program. If you listen to the program closely, you'll hear it popping out of either the pit or the baritone section or the trumpet section. And it was, uh, we tied it into that that one of the things that we felt we do well is world music and then we just kind of added it on top of all the world music that we choose chosen to do this year and devlin says look for bones to be back on finals night this year and for many years to come there's no reason that the crossman should not be in the finals for the next 25 years so that is our goal and you know in terms of what fred morrison is providing us to do that's what we're going to do after finishing 9th in 2013, the Madison Scouts had to settle for 11th in 2014 with their show Time Trip, a show that never truly connected with the audience in the way that some other scout shows have. Still, they performed the hell out of a very technically difficult show on finals night and garnered an Madison Scouts were one of the units that took advantage of a rule change and programmed trombones into the show. It was a rule change that was very controversial with fans before the season started, but that controversy died out quickly once the fans saw how those new instruments were being used. We asked Drum Corps International Executive Director Dan Asherson about it on finals night. Well, just like we would expect, the uh, creators came up with, and designers and arrangers came up with some great music. It was appropriate use of the instrument, and boy, they uh, picked some fine moments to, to present them. The Boston Crusaders were the provocateurs of 2014. Their field interpretation of George Orwell's Animal Farm was easily the most controversial show of last summer, causing fans to use both their hearts and their brains to absorb their production. BAC ended up in 10th place with a score of 88.95. Celebrating their 50th anniversary last year, the Blue Stars also brought new and unique instrumentation to the drum corps field. The corps from lacrosse turned a house into a home in their 2014 production, Where the Heart Is, rising from 12th in 2013 to 9th place last year. I'd always heard your entire life flashes in front of your eyes the second before you die. The 2014 Blue Night Show, That One Second, proved that general effect can have many meanings. 
The general effect this show had on audiences tapped into deep family memories, the pain of losing a loved one, and even caused us to pause and wonder about the end of our own lives. For Blue Knights director Mark Arnold, it was an especially poignant and personal show. Yeah, my, my father passed away on June 10th, and um, my mom also passed away while I was out on the road on tour. And, and you know, it, it helps you, you realize uh, what a beautiful life they led and helps you um, kind of process that and feel okay about all the great memories that, that they provided and getting me involved in music. And my dad always engaged me in, in saying, you got to find some way to give back. And, and, you know, Drum Corps enables me to do that with some of the most incredible kids in the world. Blue Knights ended their 2014 season in eighth place with a score of 91.15. You might recall that Phantom Regiment surged in the final days of last season. It's something that program director Dan Farrell says they expected. Yeah, I mean, it, it always takes us a while with this type of show to, to bring it along, to figure out what things are going to work best. And part of it is intentional that we take our time developing it across the summer. And, and part of it is just the way things tend to come together for this type of show. But we're real happy with the way it turned out. Phantom jumped up from 8th to 7th between semifinals and finals last year, 91.425 for the regiment, which will host its 40th annual show of shows on July 3rd this year at Rockford's Boylan Stadium. The Cavaliers broke back into the top six in 2014. The Green Machine scored a 93.675 on finals night. Their show, Immortal, was one of last year's fan favorites and allowed the core to move up from its seventh place finish in 2013. As you've heard Michael Cesario say numerous times on the field pass, it is the responsibility of a champion to move the activity forward in the coming year. And that's exactly what 2013 world champion Carolina Crown was doing in 2014 with their journey into the cosmos called Out of This World. The trouble with innovating is that sometimes innovation isn't immediately rewarded. Crown went from first in 2013 to fifth in 2014 with a finals night score of 95.675. It's a fact that troubles Crown's brass caption head, Matt Harloff, not one bit. You know, I'm so proud of the kids and what we, we asked them to do, some crazy things. And it took us all year, and at the end of the year, they were phenomenal. So I couldn't be, could not be more prouder than the kids of what they were able to accomplish. It was awesome.
The spread between fourth place and second place in 2014 was just a point and a tenth, and Santa Clara Vanguard was right in the thick of the medal hunt until the very end with its continuation of the Scheherazade story, this chapter subtitled Words to Live By. SCB's percussion was a quarter point from perfection, securing yet another Fred Sanford percussion trophy for caption head Paul Rennick, who puts the credit squarely on the shoulders of the performers. They're great. Well, honestly, uh, one of the most consistent groups that I've taught. I think they they were good basically from the beginning to the end, and uh, they really didn't really have a bad show. And even uh, you know the different degrees of good and bad shows were so slight that you know. That was a big credit to them. It is Santa Clara's 10th high percussion trophy with the full core finishing fourth in 2014 with a 96.075. Fellow citizens, we cannot escape history. That is what he said. That is what Abraham Lincoln said. The cadets dropped from second in semis to third on finals night, but I think you can put that more on blue coats surging than on cadets lagging in any way. It was simply a breathtaking finals night performance of Aaron Copeland's Promise, an American portrait, and a feast for the eyes, too, with Jeff Sackdig's whiplash visual program and a typically top-notch cadets guard securing second-place finishes in their captions. The cadets ended up with bronze on a score of 96.875. By the way, congrats to Jeff Sackdig on his upcoming induction into the Drum Corps International Hall of Fame. I'm told you could actually feel the vibrations in your chest from the low-frequency rumble of the audience yelling blue as the Bluecoats took the field on finals night. It was an audible manifestation of the bond this corps made with fans in 2014. And as it was with Phantom Regiment in 2008, it seemed as though the fans were fueling the Bluecoats, urging them on to make one last leap on finals night, and they did, getting their highest score and placement in corps history. But more important to the performers and their instructors, the Coats had the fans on their side from day one. It's neat for the kids. Blue Coats program coordinator, Dean Westman. And I'll tell you, this is year 24 for me. And, um, you know, I think most fans of the Blue Coats would agree with me when I say we've always appreciated how good they are. But it's not necessarily a core that traditionally you emotionally latch onto like perhaps you do a Santa Clara or a Madison Scouts. And we've tried shows like Let's Try to Be Loved, and that didn't work. And this year we, we just tried to rock. And so what's cool about what's about to happen right now is I have no idea what place we're going to finish. But those kids got an experience that most kids don't, which is they got to be kind of that fan fave group that people were, you know, they got to be rock stars. And that, uh, it's pretty indescribable.
Bluecoats finishing 2014 with a silver medal on a score of 97.175. And a personal thank you to Coates for allowing me to voice the tilted intro to their show, Tilt. Blue it's the first time since the Geneseo Knights made the albums. Yes, I said the albums, as in vinyl records. It's the first time since you could hear me barking out drum major commands on that record in 1981 that my voice has appeared on DCI's final product of the year. That means so much to me. Thank you, Bluecoats, for the opportunity. Sixteen gold medals now for the Corps from Concord. That's significant enough, but it wasn't enough for the 2014 Blue Devils. This Corps did what many would have thought to be impossible. Not only did they shatter the previous record high final score by half a point, they got perfect scores in visual, general effect, and color guard. For BD Brass Arranger Wayne Downey, he knew this last performance of 2014 was going to be unparalleled the minute he heard this. God, it was goosebumps on top of goosebumps on top of goosebumps. I get totally wrapped up in the performance of our students, you know, and when they're that amazing, I just, I'm blown away. So, like, I got, I really seriously had goosebumps. <laughs> Field Pass actually broke the news to Blue Devils program coordinator Scott Chandler that his color guard had not only taken their caption, but had done it with a perfect 20. I haven't looked at any numbers yet. It really was about them doing an extraordinary performance and sort of um, reaching the potential of the show. And that happened emotionally and technically. So I knew when I was in tears at the end of the show and looked around and the audience was standing that we had done something right. We're so fortunate. Blue Devils drum major Kristen Lichtenthal. Not only do we have talented members, both old and new, but there's a new drive about the core this year, a new sense of what we're going to do, what we're here to do. It's not about winning. It wasn't even about 16. It was about us, our family, and our core, and just doing right by it and being amazing, being the best we could be. And it's it worked out okay. Indeed it did, especially considering the challenge laid down at the beginning of last season by Blue Devils director Dave Gibbs. These kids came in. I mean, it's a process. You know, each year gets better each year the kids understand how to do the show but we talked about it that this was like 10 year evolution that we'd go through every 10 years and I put the challenge on them we got to make the new direction for the Blue Devils this year it's a 10 year change Uh, we're going to do a lot of great things and uh, and they hung tough and they decided to do it so really proud of them
One last thought on Blue Devils' record-breaking night from DCI Executive Director Dan Atchison. Yeah, near perfection. Think about how the scores are arrived at, though. They, they, they certainly earned that, but the rest of the cores and what they scored and how they pushed and pushed, it was amazing. Any, any one of uh, several cores at the top end could have won this championship. just a few short minutes that is the recap of where we left dci's world class on finals night one week from today your field pass begins to look ahead to the 2015 season by checking in on several cores who've already reported for spring training then the first week of june we will devote two full field pass podcasts to catching up with dci's open class cores the open class grew its ranks again over the winter and then we'll begin our season preview shows with dci artistic director michael cesario and finally we'll preview the national cinema presentation of dci's two tour premiere with director Tom Blair and host Steve Rondinero. And that's all before the season even gets underway. My thanks again to Drum Corps World's Mike Ferlazzo for gathering the audio for this show. Our theme music is by Mark Higginbotham. DCI's Field Pass is presented by Zildjian. Visit them at Zildjian.com. I'm Dan Potter. Countdown to step off 28 days. Back next week with another Field Pass. Field Pass.